This is Off the Set with James Tolley. This week, I'm going to have on my good buddy, Greg D. He's our meteorologist on Good Morning Tampa Bay. And really, the whole idea for this podcast, I think, started, and I just realized this after we recorded, I think it started with our conversations that Greg and I would have during commercial breaks and how he would crack me up. And I always found him very insightful, very intelligent. And he would touch on things that I always found very interesting. And I'm not sure everybody else in the studio enjoyed our conversations all the time, but I did. And I want to bring that to you. So I'm going to bring Greg off the set. And today we're going to talk, of course, about some tech. Uh, Greg's latest purchase was a surprising one to me. We're also going to talk about Greg's gripes with transportation, because he has many, and he makes some really solid points, too. And then we're going to talk about this theory that we both have about getting old and continuing to exercise. So let's bring him in. This is Greg D. on Off the Set. I couldn't believe you texted me a picture of your most recent tech purchase on the website. You did it. You, yeah. you, you bought an Xbox. We're not an Xbox family. <laughs> and I really tried to talk my husband into just waiting for the Xbox 5, wait for the Xbox 5. But the deal was there, and I looked like at all the backward compatibility of this thing and like the graphics, the, the, game, the game library that's available. Um, and then, like, I but mean, what do you what do you know about a game library? I mean, I don't know anything about it. Well, I had the original Xbox, and I was a huge Halo addict. Like that was my. Oh, game. you told me this. Um, I, I mean, my. Blood... And between your last Halo game and now, the only thing you played probably is Jeopardy with. Correct, me. correct. So <laughs> like, and like, I play like a game on my computer. That's that's not even like anything like a game system. So it's a whole new world. But we're trying to set up like a little game room. So now there's pressure on me to get a new TV, and I just absolutely have to get an OLED and I just missed the biggest deal of my life on this amazing TV and it's just making me cry inside. Yeah, you showed me the deal. The TV buying process you have made me realize is like one of the top 10 purchases you make it in is, your life. It is, because the TV lasts for such a long time. <laughs> it can, it can, it can. And and the, But the pricing is all over the place. And I mean, this is like this. So this is a TV that retailed for 3500 when it first came out. Now it's available for 2000 but there was like a, a open box deal for like 1300 This is the OLED. OLED. The, the LG was the best TV of 2019. It has HDMI 2.1, which you need for the new game systems, which basically turns it into a super fast gaming monitor, mm. which is, I didn't realize there's a, there's a whole industry of gaming monitors. Like if someone's a serious gamer, they don't play on a TV. They buy a professional gaming display, which run $5,000 and are made just for playing games. That's it. And this thing has that performance. So it's what, horrible. you've got more colors and the... It's the sync. The, the refresh rate is so fast. Oh, the, and the delay between the, when the signal is sent from the game system to the TV, on a typical TV, the delay is 30 milliseconds. Wow. This TV and a professional gaming monitor cuts it down to six six milliseconds so it's basically instantaneous display <laughs> good god so somebody share with me some footage from the playstation 5 uh-huh it's unreal it's it's good well we, we are turned we're going to become our parents here because remember when your dad used to walk in when we'd be playing like super mario brothers in 1980 yeah. 1985 
and he'd say, "Oh my God, it looks like the real thing," <laughs> yeah. even though it was just like little, <laughs> it was like little pixels running around. But now, like literally, I watched this, and it was some sample gameplay, and it's some woman soaring through these canyons, and the detail in the background as they come closer and closer is mind-blowing. And that's why I want the OLED for it because the 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 way the pixels are controlled and the lighting, it's just, I mean, it's 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 incredible. And well, so I think it's you know it's gonna probably take me some time to. Well, the Xbox is already on the way. It's so already on the you way. Can, you can kiss goodbye uh, most of your free time. And I realize it's more than a gaming system, right? It's a it's a multimedia control. So I guess yeah. when we set up this next room for this Xbox, we're probably not going to get a Roku. We'll probably just make the that, Xbox. Okay, you're right. It is a multimedia thing. So I bought the PlayStation Four, mm -hmm. and the only reason I bought it because I I believe it or not, I did not have a Blu-ray player up until that point. I don't even have a Blu-ray player. I've never had a Blu-ray player, and uh, the last DVD player I had was probably five years ago okay i would say i'm about in the same ballpark as you with that but i bought it for the blu-ray player never used it like hardly no, ever used it because no. that's when streaming started and this is like this is probably like four or five years ago streaming starts mm -hmm. amping up and then forget it you're not buying media no, anymore no this is already another podcast i did about obsolete items but yeah owning media is pretty much mm -hmm. done Correct. so i thought i mean i really gauged and i thought the blu-ray is going to be the next thing like people will buy blu-rays like they bought dvds i mean mm -hmm. i collected dvds i mean blu-ray must have been like the shortest lived physical media ever made it's got to be up there because I, well, it, cds and dvds had some good longevity well, what happened with laserdisc because laserdisc was around it was in, too large i don't think laserdisc was ever meant for like you think people were scared they were going to cut their fingers on it yeah yeah like it was too like i don't know like i, I thought laserdisc was like huge wasn't it like the big disc or am i thinking about something else? it was like a cd but the size of a record right right yeah yeah which yeah, is yeah. just not like i mean could you imagine like today i mean even even with dvds you could have a rear seat DVD entertainment system for your kids in your minivan. You could. Could you imagine if that was a laser disc player <laughs> mounted on the roof of your minivan, your Dodge Grand Caravan? It would look like a refrigerator hanging up, and these gigantic discs you'd have to try to. <laughs> Meanwhile, put mom is chucking back pizza boxes full like of if, these laser discs. And if dad hits the brakes, you could have a kid decapitated like i, I mean it's it's a real thing. the disc just goes yeah. like a flying saucer i mean it's that is i, I would say the late the laser disc was short-lived i remember something called super bit which I remember that super bit they were dvds but they had only the feature movie on and uh, apparently the selling point was we've loaded the highest quality version of this movie onto this disc so that's all you get is the movie so no special features none of that stuff uh, um super bit was very short-lived hd dvd remember hd dvd yeah but that was um that was a a fight between uh two standards it was hd dvd and and, and blu-ray and blu-ray yeah. so there was so an, an hd dvd lost and unfortunately it was i remember the second Xbox had an HD DVD player instead of Blu-ray. Sony went with Blu-ray. I remember this. A Xbox went with HD DVD, and they were the ones that lost out because that's, that was then later dropped. The support was that dropped. And now all these movies and all these games that were loaded on this. HD DVD discs, like you couldn't do anything with it. Like Blu-ray became the thing, and if you had an Xbox, you couldn't watch Blu-ray. You had to watch. You had to get a separate separate box. <laughs> and it wouldn't play. It wouldn't play Blu-rays. No, it wasn't. Like no, it wasn't. It, no, it was. No. It was a different technology. Oh boy, what a 
what a bad purchase that, that was. That was a really awkward time for media. Yeah, I, I don't know what at what point it was, but there was it, it just was like an overnight thing for me where I'm I just decided I'm no longer gonna buy movies. Uh, you know, buy Blu-rays. I think the last Blu-ray I bought, well, I did buy the Avengers. I did I did buy the Avengers. And see, so now with this Xbox coming, maybe I will and like a better TV will you? maybe. Because I don't think you need to. I think but, you just find the right apps on there and you and you play. But movies I don't think streaming is as high quality as Blu-ray, is it? Well, there's an argument to be made there. It has to be compressed to be sent over the internet. Like, it's it's been, probably 4K. They could probably get up to 4K, but is Blu-ray better than 4K? Oh, damn, Greg, you could fool me. I mean, if I if I put... Okay, so here we go. I've got Avengers Endgame here on Blu-ray, uh -huh. and I've watched it on the Blu-ray. Mm -hmm. Because I'm an obsessive maniac, I've also watched it on Disney+. Plus. Uh-huh. Which is not even 4K. I can't tell the difference. Which is crazy. I honestly can't. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not... It's not like I, I can... If you put them on two different screens and you said this maybe. is the Blu-ray, this is the yeah. uh, maybe, but I I can't. This is the whole. This goes back to our TV purchasing selling points mm -hmm. because, sure, well, you were telling me this when we. So I bought this house a couple of months ago, and of mm -hmm. course, the first thing I you convinced me to buy was a giant TV. It's giant, and you're you're just a horrible influence on me because you kept trying to tell me that well james it has to be has to be the largest tv you could possibly buy correct so i started with 60 thinking 65 uh -huh. inches was enough and then it was 75 inches uh -huh. then you know you had me spend a lot of time around the 85 inch TV, <laughs> to the point where i was like i was convinced which is oh, a foot and a half larger than the tv i'm trying to buy right now it's amazing yeah yeah i know i know and i was convinced i'm like oh yeah i gotta have that i have to have but that. oddly it doesn't look ridiculous in your in your living room no it's okay it, it, it actually is, it's perfect. Yeah. And it doesn't look big either. Because you've got a couch made for an 85-inch TV. I do, and I have a giant wall there, yeah. so it yeah. kind of it's makes it look See? smaller. If you had put that small 65-inch there, it would look ridiculous. It would look absurd. Yeah. It would not be acceptable. No, no. You, <laughs> no, I'd have to You'd have, have to, to get two back. of them together and I'd, like, I'd, connect that's them. Right. That's what I'd do. I'd put, two, I'd put two together. But we're, we're going through, and, and it just, it all dawned on me. I was thinking, yeah, the OLED next to the... I don't know, the 4K from last year. Mm. Sure, if we're going to be putting those two TVs up against each other in a showroom, oh my God, of course, the OLED. If I take the 4K home and put it in my living room... You won't be able to tell. No, you won't. But now... It's over, mind over matter. Over time, I have I have learned uh, through my TV purchase, just a, maybe five years ago now, um, that, you know, it's like they're like computers now. Like the, yeah. the on-screen program guide, it just doesn't work as fast anymore. It doesn't support the latest version. Mm -hmm. um, some of the hardware, the, the connections are, have changed. The, the, the new ones now carry more data or whatever. And like some things just don't work as well as, as they could. So what's the deal with that? Is that, that's all. And I mean, now, in a boardroom high in some high rise, that's all a plan, right? Correct. It's all a plan. And they have that, the plan. that these latest versions are going to overload the old systems and force people to buy new. Products. But they also there's also but there's also you know like if you want to send 8K video over HDMI, you need this new standard to to do that. You need a TV that can process the the information. A lot of these TVs now are also processing audio in a different way. Like they have computer processing. Like the TVs now, um, and I'm sure yours is one of those, uh, they're doing what our phones are doing with cameras is they are analyzing the picture while the picture is being displayed. Mm -hmm. Physically recognizing what's on the image. They can tell the difference between a bird, a person, a car. And they have a specific color profile 
and that they would maybe apply they will to apply it. to every frame of the image. It's 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 artificial intelligence. Our yeah. TVs are thinking as they are displaying it's these images. It's Skynet. It's, it's another version of Skynet, and that's what like the TV I was looking at that I lost a chance to Just buy. Wait like, till it identifies us as a threat <laughs> instead I mean, of a color palette. Maybe it already has a little camera and it's looking out. That's what scares me. But I also think the part that ticks me off the most, and maybe maybe the listeners here would agree, is that. Okay, I understand I need updates to run mm-hmm. new software. I understand I need updates to run higher quality things. Let me choose when to update it. Okay, don't, just because my computer's connected to the internet and I'm not by it or my TV, mm-hmm. don't update it automatically. Mm, yeah. Let me choose to do it knowing full well if I do, it could make my system or my product slower, right? right Isn't right. that fair? It could, it could. Because yes. my Roku in my other room, updated mm-hmm. and it's a built it's a tv with a built-in roku oh, which is a streaming device it's trash now trash now yeah the it's, new version is like it's like i hit heavier. i hit the the scroll button i have to wait a full second before yeah. it, there's any response mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the new version is not really compatible with the old tv and i'm like listen all i want it's a tv in my workout room mm-hmm. all i really want to put on is youtube music or yeah. maybe stream something simple let me make that decision. Let me have the decision to do that. Don't don't take it from me like they did and just automatically do it. That's and, the frustrating part. And then so then there's the argument there what you're making for is that when you should buy it when you buy a TV maybe you shouldn't look at um, the guide and all this other stuff because you should just what whatever however you use that TV it should be through a secondary media device. So whether it's a Roku or an Apple TV, I totally agree. Fire Stick, your PlayStation, your Xbox because those are cheaper and easier to update. Like on your Roku, you can just get for $60, right? And it and it, and it supports whatever the latest and, and processor. If it, and, and if that particular Roku device updates and it, it doesn't work as well, okay, I can trash it and Correct. buy another one. So, so getting for it For $60, in, not a couple thousand dollars like the TV is itself. Like I was... I was uh, Told you a story before this. I had to replace a microwave this week, and we were looking at, at, at <laughs> what the, happened at right? the appliance. <laughs> that's, that's what happened while I was cooking my coffee, and then like electronic smell of fire. Yeah, you were warming your coffee. I had to unplug my microwave. Like some one of the boards fried. Whatever you know, this is whole. That's another whole the podcast about how my parents have a microwave that they got from their parents when they bought their house twenty five years ago. And it works like a charm. This microwave. They don't make them like they used to. Buddy, this microwave, two years old. And it and it broke. And it and it and 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 when you read the reviews, six months or young or newer, everybody loves the microwave. Six months or later, it's a piece of trash. And they're just made to be disposable. Anyway, agreed. They've got refrigerators in there that have Keurig built in. Now, I, I can see, I already see some problems. That, that sounds like an amazing idea until the Keurig. <laughs> That's Dusty's Hi, face. Dusty. You like Keurig? <laughs> yeah. Until the Keurig. He's awkward. <laughs> you know that. Well, he loves his Uncle Greg. And, he does love his and Uncle And Greg's Greg. dog cookies around here somewhere. Um, so just imagine what if, number one, obviously the most obvious, the Keurig breaks inside the fridge door. Number two, what if Keurig decides they're going to change the K cup? Right. And now you have a $3,000 refrigerator because that's how much it costs. Well, they already did this. Yeah. They, they already they oh, already. there was had, a revolt, wasn't it? There was a, there were, so it's a K-cup. There was mm-hmm. a, there was a V-cup. And maybe you remember this, maybe you don't, but. I they, remember because I followed the company online um, financials and their stock just crashed after this. I'm going to give my stepdad a hard time because he got me a discounted Keurig uh-huh. because it took the V-cups. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm like, you're just going to give this to me? Really? 
that's well thank you so much <laughs> stepdad john and then i realized you know then i realized a couple weeks into it i can't find v cups anywhere no. and i'm like where i'm like john where the hell do you buy these things and he's like uh, well i think i've seen some at bed bath and beyond <laughs> i'm like well thank you as a si- as a single guy i'm not really going to bed bath and beyond a whole lot well, it's not know, part of my regular trips you know what else you know? they did when they did that it was the Keurig 2.0 is that they have insisted they, they didn't they don't like the fact that other companies are making their own k-cups so what they had done on this new keurig is put a barcode scanner into the brewer and only official keurig k-cups could be used in the brewer because they had to have Ooh. this 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 barcode at the top or else it wouldn't it so, wouldn't it wouldn't work so what people were doing is they were buying one k-cup on ebay a used k-cup with the barcode and there was a way to cut it out and tape it to all of your 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 third party K cups to trick the machine. You're hacking. You had to hack you the K cup just to have a freaking cup of coffee. Like this is what you did before your first cup of coffee. You did like triage. It was like it was like that game Operation where you had to line it up just right at the top of the K cup so that your damn machine would make you some coffee. That's 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 ridiculous. But see, this is the this is how they get you with with all all these little tweaks and turns and everything else, and that's why Greg's here to help us because Greg has this great new segment that runs on on Good Morning Tampa Bay called Greg's Geek Fix, and I'm not just blowing smoke when I say it's a great segment because they're they're nice little uh, chunks of information of super you know, geekiness. It's always something, but I, tr- I love it. It's a minute. It's only a minute, or sometimes less, thirty seconds, and it's just I try to find something that's sometimes related to what's happening in the world right now. It's COVID. But I try to find something that is a little geekier that like wouldn't most people wouldn't come across in their daily news or information totally. search or maybe just go a little farther in depth on the topic. Mm-hmm. Throw some numbers out there, put up a chart. You know, I think I think just just a little a little nugget of that. The one that you had that I really liked, you were talking about the Zoom calls. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that one? I do remember that one. Tell us about that. Uh, I actually didn't recommend Zoom, right? Uh, because of um, the security issues with the Zoom calls. And you were a couple of weeks ahead of things because all of a sudden Greg runs Greg's Geek Fix on. Watch out for security issues with Zoom because and the all servers of a sudden, are in China. All of a sudden, I hear this new term called Zoom bombing. Zoom bombing, where people intercept the calls uh-huh. get in there and, and and they they share like disgusting like porno- pornographic images because or whatever it like interrupt a serious business call because you know if you don't know the way the zoom works is that it's just like you send you, it's a public link right and 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 i understand where zoom went with this they were trying to make it super easy so let's say you've got a facebook group and it could be like like a, a business group, yeah but right? i can i can text a link to grandma correct and she can she can touch it with her finger and she can be in their zoom call. correct and, right or, or send it out to everyone on the email it has list. to be simple I know where they're. I know where they're going too. Yeah, but so, but if someone gets it that shouldn't have it, shouldn't have it, they're going to be. You forgot to remove them from their email list. Mm-hmm. It's it's employee, you know, John that got fired three months ago, and now he's still steaming about it. And look, he got a link to a Zoom call. Oh, oh the company CEO is going to be there oh. on the Zoom call. Well. Employee John has lots of free time on his hands. <laughs> and employee John doesn't have to hit the mute button. No. <laughs> so yeah, it has caused some issues. Actually, recently here in here in the Bay Area, there was a school district that was trying yeah, to... schools are using this. Well, it was a college, and they were... Intro- this is horrible, but they were introducing new students uh-huh. to faculty. Uh-huh. And somebody got in there and was sharing some really disturbing stuff. 
uh, up on there. And and you know, it was Dusty. <laughs> Dusty, just, Dusty sneezed. It was a real wet sneeze. Oh, too, they like always I are. It's disgusting. <laughs> so somebody got into this Zoom call and they were, you know, making noise. So, you know, if you've ever been in a Zoom call, you know, anyone who makes noise automatically pops up mm-hmm. in the main screen. Correct. Unless someone's sharing their screen, you're going to pop up there. And that's make it, to make it seem like a conversation. Like right. When you start talking, you pop up for everybody so everybody <laughs> sure. knows who's talking. So somebody's like, making... It's a real good feature when it's used correctly. Right. But when it's not, this person was making noises or whatever and get commanding the center screen, got Correct. it, and then went on to share some really, you know, nasty stuff. So not making light of it, just saying that's a problem. That's a problem. It's, it's a real problem. So now you've had like these other companies try to rush in and then Zoom has tried to fix some So of instead those. you recommend a couple others. A couple others. Um, even, I mean, honestly, um, if you're concerned about any kind of messaging security, uh, WhatsApp is by far the most secure, um, mainly because it's the most used. Um, it encrypts everything. It only does eight video calls per stream right now, but they're all end-to-end encrypted, which yeah. means that even WhatsApp does not have access to those feeds. Um, so you know when you're going in there, correct. you're completely with the people that you intend to be. Uh, full disclosure, it is owned by Facebook, um, but it is what it is. Um, Facebook Messenger is a good one. Uh, I iMessage and FaceTime are also a good replacement. You know, Google Duo, I think, is launching a replacement to, and then if you're a business like Microsoft Teams, or um, there's another company called Ring Central that's that's coming into the market that is also more secure than. And this. for off the set, I use Skype. Um, the biggest reason I, it's universal. You it's know, universal. You, you, you it's don't well have known. to. Yeah, it's well known, and, and it's been around for so long. It has. It's been along forever. It's like the eight track of like video calling, it but totally it's there, totally and is. like, and you know, it kind of just sat there dead on the side for a long time. We just kind of used by people to talk one on one, but. Um, Recently, that, they've made their 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 features a lot more yeah. user friendly. Adding people to a call Correct. is very simple now. And, and you know, just like with 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 WhatsApp, Skype is now a, a Microsoft product, and you can send people a link. Yes, so yes. if very you know, easy. I've been having I've been trying to set up these interviews. A lot of times, people don't necessarily have their profile accessible or it's mm-hmm. private. They don't mm-hmm. realize it mm-hmm. is. So I can just send them. I mean, here, click on this link. I'll it'll put you right in here with yeah. me. Yeah. I've been able to do that. It's been great. Let's take a little break in the action here to tell you about my podcast. It's available just about anywhere you can get podcasts. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Subscribe, and if you like what you hear, tell a friend. This is my creative outlet where I hope what interests me interests you. Not making a dime off this yet, so any support, of course, means the world to me. Okay, back to my guest, and now we're going to get into Greg's transportation gripes. You know, I mean, I keep I keep thinking about this. Like before Uber and and Lyft and all that. Like if someone comes to Tampa on vacation, how, how the hell do they get downtown from the airport? They don't have a car. Like I mean, yeah, good point. You know, like it, it's it's right there. I mean, we are very fortunate to have an airport so close to the city center. When you look at more most cities, mm-hmm. like the airport's 30, 40 minutes away. Here, it's ten minutes away. It's you can see it from downtown. You can see the airplanes taking off. You like, just can't get to it. You just can't get to it. Like it's it's so crazy. It's one of those deals where and like and same thing. Like we went to a shopping plaza the other day, looking for the microwave, Home Depot, and like I left my husband at at Goodwill. And mm-hmm. I, and and in most cases, I'd have been like, okay, well, when you're done, just walk over to Home Depot and I'll be there. Right. There's no way they're in the same shopping plaza, but there's no viable way for a person on foot to get from one store to the other because of the way that it was all car centered. Like you'd have to walk across parking lots. It's the middle of the day, it's 90 degrees. Like it's, 
It's ridiculous. It's not convenient. No. I mean, hold on. For everyone listening, it's doable. It's doable. Totally doable. It's just not viable. Yeah, like, like yeah, if, if I really put my mind to it, of course I can do it. But but the thing is... <laughs> Let me put my mind to making yeah, this Yeah, like, walk. if I just yeah. decide. But you know, you f- like, if you... I've never done this before. <laughs> I feel so stupid doing because everyone on their cars is looking at me like, where are you going? Right. Like, they, they assume you're homeless or something. Yeah, exactly. Because you're walking around, like... Mm-hmm. like and most people, I would imagine, that are even listening to this, if there are two stores on two sides of a shopping plaza, I'm the kind of person that parks in the middle of the shopping plaza and walks. But most people are going to park their car in front of one store, then get in the car, mm-hmm. drive it 60 seconds to the store on the other side, and yeah. park it in front of there. I know. Because that's know. how they're designed. That's how people are designed. People are also designed, and this frustrates me, when I love watching the people who wait for a parking spot closer to the store and wait so long that they could have parked at the furthest parking spot and walked. and walked in and already been in the store. And it's not like the farthest but, parking spot is like, it's not like there's a freaking like gator pit between you and the <laughs> store or like a moat that you have to like no, traverse. Not, no. Like, you know, like a big giant dragon's not gonna come down and swoop you away. No. It's like 50 feet farther. Uh, Game of Thrones already ended. It's not yeah, gonna it's not going to, like... Yeah, I, I know. I, I, I would just shake my head at that so many times when, when I saw people doing that. And my whole philosophy on going shopping and going to stores, I'm going to park in the very first space I see. And the more walking, the better. It's yeah. fine. It's good for move, me. Move. I'm, I, you know, the, that's the secret to long life is the moving. I remember the story I... I, I um, remember the story I told you. I remember telling you something that really impacted me and made me made me think. I, you convinced me to do my first half marathon. Mm-hmm. You're a big runner, mm-hmm. and you talked me into, for some reason, running 13 miles, which <laughs> is something I would have not ever uh-huh. conceived before meeting you. But you talked me into it, and I trained and everything else. My only goal was just to run the whole time. And you and I finished. I was over two hours. But you told me the first time you ever did one was like over three hours oh no well we actually looked at this um the other day because i was talking about marathons my first full marathon time was um four hours and 50 minutes for the full for the full so it'd be a 220 half about a 220 half Mm -hmm. okay well i barely beat that but i ran the whole time Mm -hmm. and at the very end a man who had to be older than my dad sprinted past me i couldn't couldn't catch him. Wasn't going to. And I thought, and, I, and instead of being angry and feeling down on myself, which I'm really good at doing, <laughs> both of those things, I instead was inspired and I thought, that's fantastic for that yeah. guy. Because he just did everything I did. That last half mile, that half marathon was without question the hardest physical thing I ever had to do in my life. It was the hardest physical feat mm-hmm. I ever accomplished. And you told me it was going to be. You said, trust me when I say this, buddy. It's the hardest thing you're ever going to do. And it was. Especially the last half mile to keep running. But to see some guy, I don't know. He could have been 40 years my senior. Um, old, old guys are like the fastest. I couldn't believe it. But I also realized that the secret to long life, looking good, feeling good when mm-hmm. you're older, move. Correct. Just move. And that's the thing. Like, like you know... There's the person that doesn't move, they could live to 85, and you know, and, you know, and, you know, and the person that does move, they could live to 85. And you know, they, they both die from the same old age problem, whatever that is, a heart attack, a, a stroke, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say that just because you run, you're not going to have cancer or any of these things, right? I mean, it doesn't. The difference is, is the quality of your life in those final 10 or five years. You know, one person is 
chair ridden or you know or bed ridden they're 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 barely moving they have all kinds of health issues that they're dealing with the other person who may die the same day that that other person dies uh, is active until the very end. And like, if I'm going to go, I would rather be as active and energetic as I possibly can. You know, I don't want to like wither away slowly. Anyone that knows you knows that's going to be the case. That's going to happen. I also told you about those older women who were weightlifting that I covered. Oh, they're crazy. Story. Like in their 80s and 90s? Yeah, Sean Daly did the story. He's one of our feature reporters. He was also on Off the Set a couple of episodes And a lot ago. of them started like in their 60s, right? <laughs> like it was crazy. <laughs> like started in their 60s. And there was a 90-year-old woman who was like, she was deadlifting over 150 pounds. And I want to say one of them, maybe she was one of them, like started like her 70s or 80s, like mm -hmm. like like the like the time when like you would think most people would just call right. it a day. Imagine, well, imagine a 90 year old woman that could deadlift you. That's what this woman could do. <laughs> it's crazy. But I was really, and that's another situation where I went out to talk to these women, and the woman who was 90 plus, she might have been like 95. Uh -huh. She's walking out to her car, perfect posture, and I and I had to kind of do a double take. And I'm like, what's wrong with this picture? Oh, wait, she's walking like she's 30 years younger yeah, than she yeah, actually is. Yeah. Because she's weight training safely. They all do it very safely. But she's but she's weight training. My, my, my grandmother was, was not one of those women, but she kind of had a, a moment like this where um, uh, she since died. She died in her 80s. Uh, she died of something unrelated to her physical health. Her physical health was really strong. Um, she had dementia. She had, I mean, just, just other issues. But... Her daily routine was to lay on a hardwood floor and she would do sit-ups and she always had back problems. So she would take two pound weights and do a thousand reps every night of just like, like butterflies and like shoulder and back exercises. And like my mom took her to a new doctor once and like, of course, during the, the, the physical, she had to take off her shirt and the doctor was like, Oh my God, you're ripped. Like she just had muscle Muscles definition in the back in her and back. she was so strong. And she was doing this with two and five pound weights, right. just, just sitting in her room, just doing a thousand reps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just an easy thousand. <laughs> now she had worked up to that. I've never done a thousand. But like it shows you. And she was like, you know, she was 85 when, when she died. And, um, but she was in great physical shape. Like she could walk. She was That's very, a very strong. That's and really she was, good. And she was she was physically active until the very end, which 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 is I think is very important. I gotta say that's a great way to to conclude this. Uh, you know the only messages I've gotten about this podcast so far. Why isn't Greg on yet? You guys, you guys used to do the Facebook lives all the time. You're on TV together every morning. I'm like, I'm getting, we live in the same neighborhood. I'm like, I'm, get, I'm getting there. Okay, he has a life too. All right, he's recently married. All right, I'm gonna let him enjoy before I bother him. Hey, can you come over to my house and do a podcast? Thanks, Greg. You're welcome. And that is a wrap for this week's episode. Thank you, as always, for listening and especially getting this far. Remember, I drop new episodes every Friday. You can download on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play. And reach out to me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, James Tully TV is how you find me. Our music is brought to you by DJ Philly Sound. That's it and that's all. Good fight, good night. See you next time. This has been Off the Set with James Tully.